gag me, take me to the bunny ranch. People dying, kill me in the packing house. Even you have to. Hello, everybody. Hey! I forgot to do the hey. But there you go. Uh, so I am your guest. I'm just joking. I'm your host, Macaulay Culkin. And uh, um, yeah, so uh, last week we left off with Mr. Bob Saget, who is a gift and a treasure. He really, really is. Um, uh, last week, uh, I think we were only supposed to talk for maybe about an hour and ended up talking for about two plus hours. So we uh, put together the best stuff. Uh, so, uh, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, you totally should, uh, because it is great. And this episode's actually even greater. So, um, yeah, you can listen to whatever order you want, because you guys are adults, I'm hoping. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. So, Mr. Bob Saget. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's TMZ over here in the Culkin den. In the Culkin uh, oh, TV room. Uh, what a world that's created. What a it's world. It's actually news. Okay. TMZ is news. I know. They use them as a real source and they try not to lie. Yeah. And harp- they stopped hazing me in parking lots as much. Oh, see, Have you I, noticed the difference? Well, no. I, I What I do is I have a, a, a policy of complete non-engagement and non-involvement. So, so you I, don't look at them. I don't look don't at exist. them. I don't talk to them. If they yell things at me, I just keep walking. I, they don't I go, exist. I, I go about my business. They're dead to you. Yes. 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 What I just like my is... father. They're dead to me. <laughs> like, t- TMZ is like my father. So nice. <laughs> my father's dead, dead. So that's... Uh, Congratulations. He's really most sincerely dead. You know, you're hilarious. I, you're wonderful. <laughs> you are. But the thing is, I, I usually answer them now... Because they want to be nice. They want to think about their future in show business. They would like to be doing something else one day. They don't want to just be a, a tabloid reporter. Yeah. But they... Um, yeah, well, what happened between somebody who studied photography in school and somebody who became a paparazzi? Like, I'm sure there's those the, types. The AV department and yeah. paparazzi. Yeah. How did that happen? How did that twist happen? Exactly. Without okay. Tom Sizemore. Yeah. Uh, he did well. Um, <laughs> but I think what I do is I go, I don't do interviews while I'm walking on the street. Yeah. I do them on a couch. Yeah, no shit. If you want to talk to me, talk to me on a couch. I, mm-hmm. I don't talk on the street. Well, what do you think of like? Why would I give you my opinion? Yeah. What do you think of Rihanna's dress? It's like I, 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 I get worse than that. You yeah. know, I get like, you know. No, that's right. I, I pretend like I don't hear it. I just keep on walking, and so I give them nothing. Yeah. I think I, Rihanna's dress should be off. Hey. <laughs> She's beautiful. I was on the Good Morning America once with John Stamos and Dave Coulier. Oh. When Fuller House why? first why? started. Oh, for Fuller House. Right. That was when we were the reason it sold, and um. <laughs> And it uh, was really weird. She was there, and she grew up watching Fuller House. Full House, and uh, she grew up watching Fuller House. Yeah, she was born a minute ago. She's a zygote, and um, she was uh, incredibly sweet. And yeah. um, she's just a, got an energy. She just got she's got the X factor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. I hate competition shows like the X Factor. Is that still on? I think it is. I think it I is. I'm against all of it. Yeah, I'm no, against competition. Big red be, X's to be good. Yeah, just do good work. Just work yeah. your exactly. fucking ass just, off. Yeah, don't hustle. Well, I mean, well, we were talking about this before. So you came out in '78 and you hustled. You you hustled for like ten years. Yeah, and then well, in 1986 I was in a Richard Pryor movie, and then in 1987, which one? Which one? A critical Condition. It was after I've he heard had that been one. on yeah. fire, and um, he would talk to me about it. He was very cool with me. Yeah, I would in, I would have dinners. I would invite everybody to dinner from the cast. And one night, it seemed like he wanted to be alone, so I didn't invite him. And the next day, he wouldn't talk to me. 
And he was so upset. He thought, he thought you didn't want him around. And that meant so much to me. I said, I didn't know. I'm so sorry. I was trying to respect you. I said, I didn't know you even cared. Mm-hmm. It means everything to me that you cared. And we never went to dinner again. <laughs> yeah. But we hung out. We, whatever hung ha- out. we hung out a lot. Whatever happened to that guy? Uh, no, no. <laughs> died, died way before his time. Yeah, I know, I know. And sick as fuck, man. Yeah, no, I it mean, seems... I mean, no diseases are good, and when you get the bad ones, uh, when you have MS and you... The, bad, you, the bad or worse. My, my ex... Yeah, I've... Uh, He's I've, a genius. Yes, yeah. I, I, have a, I have a lady that I was with for a long time who has MS now. And uh, yeah, it's it. The first thing I I said there after she told me, I was like, I guess I have to learn about MS, and it's really fucking fucked up. It really, really is. And yeah, that's that's no fun, you know. None of them are Parkinson's, and yeah, I have a couple of friends with it, and I always say, "What's shaking?" And they don't like that. Oh, no, see, they I, do. They laugh. They of course, laugh. they People do. People with disease laugh. And, yeah, exactly. You know, it, it's the uh, I saw this signed photo at this uh, uh, hamburger shop, and it was it was a signed photo from Michael J. Fox, and it was fake. But said thanks for the shakes, and I was like, "Yeah, it's okay. fake, though." I know, I know, but at the same time, look what he's yeah. done. God bless him, man. Yeah, all the way, because that's really trying to cure something, and it gets money for the cure and the cure and a shit is ton out of money there. too. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm working on uh, scleroderma. We raised forty nine million dollars in thirty years. Fuck you, which man! Sounds wow. like a lot, but but it's not. But we're close to literally in my lifetime finding a cure, yeah. finding a way that puts people in remission, which isn't bone marrow transplant, which also can help. But it's well, you know, actually, help everybody. You know what? Tell me about scleroderma because honestly, like I said, it sounds like a cleaning product. So it, like, it yeah. does. It's yeah. a hardening of the skin, and and it's when you have too much collagen, which you would think would make you soft, like mm-hmm. Gumby, yeah. but it does the opposite. And my sister had it and died within three years of being misdiagnosed. Oh fuck. She was basically killed by her rheumatologist. She? she was 47. She died at Caesars. At Cedars. I was die. I died <laughs> at Caesars. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you bombed at Caesars many yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. And she um, had a had a had a problem that she had a a disgusting rheumatologist that was just guinea pigging her and thought Oy. he was God. And he released her to my car. At Cedars? Yeah. Jeez. And he's dead. And he released her to my car. <laughs> he died of scleroderma. He that died would be of being great. a dick. Yeah, there and, you go. And yeah. he released, me to my, to, released her to my car. And it was like 11 in the morning. And they just gave her a 1,000 milligram drip of prednisone, which drives you insane because it makes you insane. Yeah. And then she had an episode, and she wound up in a hospital in Sherman Oaks and almost died that day. And I said, why are you releasing her? You just gave her this drip. And they said, no, he wants to release her. And so he killed her. He basically is a murderer, and he's dead. And um, he's not a good man. Mm-hmm. And his son is a douche, and they all act arrogant. And really? they're part of the Beverly Hills elite. Really? But so I'm not saying right. the names I, of anybody. I, I, I noticed that, and I'm not going to ask you either. No, I don't think you should. Yeah, no, I'm not going to. But uh, yeah, no, it's still. But it's, it's something that kind of. I'm angry about it because I can, people I can hear are being it. mistreated. Yeah. And people are being misdiagnosed, and that's true with any rare disease. Especially, a lot of people say scleroderma is an autoimmune disease. It affects mostly women in their childbearing years, which is to me every woman. And, um, <laughs> see what you did there I'm married. You, you can't help it i'm happily married <laughs> yeah. but there to me there is no age that you can't get someone pregnant you can't get to give someone no, scleroderma I'm, I'm women. <laughs> you can't you cannot catch it from my, uh, is, from my is it genetic it is not some people do have it though that are mom and daughter it's one of, is it one of those things where they don't quite know even the origin kind of thing because no. ms is kind of a little bit like that huge uh african-american contingency excuse me huge african descent contingency but uh, um so scleroderma like uh so it, it, it's more prevalent in the african-american or black community well actually it's Cause not, like sickle it's not cell more is prevalent but but it, it what it does is uh, people of African descent are affected more seriously. Yeah. It hits them harder. Sickle, sickle cell is the same way. Yeah, yeah. that's specifically. Yes. Um, most specifically uh, an African descent disease. But um, my sister got it within, well, two years of misdiagnosis, telling her she had mental problems, 
telling her she had lupus. They always go for it's lupus. A, uh, I, I watch House, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of women in the prime of their lives end up with Epstein-Barr, all kinds of autoimmune disease. This is, uh, scleroderma is also a, uh, this is a laugh riot for your audience. It's also right. a, but it's informative for people that might have it or know someone. But the Scleroderma Research Foundation, srfcure.org, is really doing leaps and bounds of amazing research because our our chairman, who you got to see speak, and many of the people involved with our foundation are really working hard to literally cure people. So I'm going to cure people in my lifetime, uh, completely cure it, completely put people in remission. doesn't mean people won't die from it because there are severe stages of everything yeah, that yeah, kill of course. you. I mean... The skunk under your house could do damage. Yeah, you don't want to sure. breed that. Yeah. That's spores. I know. Believe you me. I, I, I chased him off. I put a cinder block. Like, it's, it's okay. He can't get back in. <laughs> I used to have a gopher who really? attacked my house. And I was on Johnny Carson's show one time with Mr. Carson. And um, I, I, miss, said, I missed that. I missed it by about a year or so. Oh, I know. I'm a little, I'm slightly too young for, for, he for Carson. He was, and that's probably why Letterman thinks he wasn't you know it which is incorrect he was a descendant and found a back door to do amazing things mm-hmm. um he, he landed softly i mean come on i mean he did at well, the end every, of the day he landed well, softly. everybody's pretty great actually even people that people don't like are great because they're oh, yeah. entertaining people oh yeah exactly no people you need people, to be entertained people, at eleven thirty at people night people doubted conan you know yeah like when he first well, conan didn't up. move much when he began he was a writer and he's, yeah, yeah. he's he was a writer from the simpsons nobody freaking heard of him fucking brilliant you know yeah. and and a dear man and jimmy kimmel's maybe one of the nicest people that ever did the job mm. on the earth and uh colbert's great and fallon makes people happy so i mean mm-hmm. i don't i don't have no problem <laughs> well, that, that is go ahead come on <laughs> Uh, no, Fallon's, Fallon's a, a friend of the family over here. Yeah, so <laughs> that's that's what he is for a lot of people. He makes people happy. He does. He does. Honestly, I like watching his games. I watch them on YouTube all the you time. You like the games? You're the one. I'm the guy. I'm the guy. All these games. I had to do some of them. I had to do to tell the truth, and I had to do um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, match game uh, with Alec, uh, and I had to do them because I first thing. I've got an ABC show coming up, uh, I think in February, I'm not sure, but it's on ABC at 10 o'clock and it's Videos After Dark, which is the dirty version of what I started. Okay, so I want to ask you about this. Right, because this is real. Yes, and, and okay. It, and so it's, it's what a, I, it, I started it. So it's the dirty version of America's Funniest People Home Videos? You might want it or not want it, I don't know. So America's Honey, Funniest Home Videos. It's called Videos After Dark and it's yeah. got no contest. Mm-hmm. And you get five hundred bucks if you upload your video. Oh God, you're asking for it, man. <laughs> and it's naked people and babies saying "fuck you" and, yeah, yeah. and me being great. able to curse, but I don't even want to curse. Honestly, now. I love I love this concept. This is great. It's, it's just me running around doing like stand up wraparounds. Mm-hmm. I love it. And and I've got freedom, and um, we'll see so, what happens. America's Funniest Home Videos. Okay. So I have a question. Actually, I have an official question from one of my. Uh, actually, it's my editor in chief. Tom Hawkins. Um, why didn't you use my video in 1994? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Tom. <laughs> uh, I wanted to. I fought for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember it. Um, it was a video of your brother, Stephen, and he had a lot of trouble getting around, and that, we just didn't want to see the chair flip over. Yeah, exactly. In that pool Who broke. Is, what, what was the video? Does he know? I have, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I was not the chooser of the videos. You know, people ask me, "Did you was, see uh, that, that's every? My ne- vid- that's, did you see every this video?" Is, okay, that's my next question. Did you have a voice in the room, or was this just a gig? No, uh, nothing to me has ever been a gig ever. So you were um, in the room a little bit. I have always put a thousand percent, even to what seemed to be the most mundane piece of garbage. I give everything. So I were have. you in the were you in the room? Were you watching some of these videos? I would see all the finished product. I was going to say no, there, was, there was twenty minutes out of there was, it. There was a filter before and it got I to. I would you. say you cannot run that. That guy died, and they would go, "No, he didn't." I said, "No, because you cut off of it before his head came off." So no, please don't <laughs> run it. Face of death. <laughs> and so most it was face. Somebody actually, 
these these young guys trying to make it in Hollywood mm-hmm. made a twenty minute tape taking the clips from Faces of Death, <laughs> literally the clips. Yeah. I mean yeah. everything. He's like, oh, here's the monkey brain scene. Everything. Yeah. The senator <laughs> killing himself. The brooder. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not funny. It's not good. Oh, I mean, I mean, it's, it's not, not funny. funny. It's hilarious. The concept is, but not when you watch it, because no. then you're seeing the real this thing. This is not whatever ABC. But it had me mm-hmm. narrating it. Yeah, yeah. And it was a 20 minute tape that went around town, kind of like how South Park's first A Miracle of Christmas went around town, mm-hmm. which yeah, was yeah, yes, that yes. 15 minute tape that George the, the, Clooney, the Clooney helped tape, get out there. Yes, but it was it was ridiculously. Look, look, I mean, it was South, South Park still South Park, but they're geniuses. I mean, they're, yes, they're yes. undeniably two of my favorite people in the mm-hmm. creative world. Uh, and can you put in a good word for me? Just next time you see them, do you want them to get the skunk out of the yeah, house? Yeah, would you mind? Would you mind? Oh, I'll would you, help. Would they crawl under my house? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I can see Troy doing that. Yeah, sorry, Trey. Trey, <laughs> I'm doing great. They're yeah, undeniably but... geniuses, Troy. Yeah, <laughs> Troy and Troy, Mag. Troy Porker. <laughs> Jeez, God in heaven. You got me too comfortable for this. Uh, you're welcome. Um, well, Sean does the editing of, of the podcast. Okay, so he'll so take out any, yeah. any <laughs> bloops. You'll make a tape of bloops and blunders and send it to me. Exactly. But what 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 was cool was um, that I did have a voice in if I was really upset about something. Uh, but you vet you vetted like most of the tapes. It sounds like, or at least the not stuff most, that not most. There was there was no, no not most. Of sorry, not most of the tapes. The stuff that ended up on air. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yes, I would see the final. I would say you can't run that. Or people would send me a tape. I even talked about it in my stand-up. When people was, actually send you personally, like they like they find uh, out your address and they, send you videotapes. They didn't get my address in the, in the Netherlands and Germany. They got my home address because there's services that okay. provide your home address. So you get a lot of German. But tits. I'm under so many names, nobody can find me. Mm-hmm. You know, good luck Zillow. Do you have a, do you have, do you have an old name that you can share with us? One that you don't use anymore. Uh, in a hotel, I used to go by Seymour Weiner. <laughs> and then uh, I had a girlfriend didn't like it, you yeah. know. But Mrs. Weiner, welcome. But she, she didn't care for that. <laughs> Mrs. Uh, Weiner. <laughs> no, that's a tough one. you're married to a Weiner. Yeah, right. Ooh. Yeah, I mean she's part waiter. So okay, so tell me about this Full House audition. Just in general, I never auditioned. Well, you, I did audition. Of course you did. Well, I didn't, but I did. Give what happened was this. I was on a show on CBS called The Morning Program. I got fired. They said I was too hot for morning TV because I would say... Look at you. I mean, like, oh. Innuendo, morning TV. It was against Today's Show Good Morning America. It was on CBS. Oh, so blue, not like sexy. Not, uh, no, like nothing. Or like, both. Bob, are you a type <laughs> A personality? Uh, well, I'm working on my anus. Uh, which is a hyphenated word, but yeah, it's I anus. Know, I know, I know. And you can't say anus. I mean, what's wrong with that? So... It was dumb, yeah. but but I was overshadowing some people by I was a hot dog. I was trying to get seen. Yeah, and but I was hyper, and I I knew how to look into a camera and take stage. Mm-hmm. So that was obnoxious, especially from a twenty nine year old guy. And then the producer Jeff Franklin of Full House, who knew me from Bosom Buddies, because I did the warm up for Bosom Buddies. You you did warm up for Bosom Buddies for two years. Tom Holy Hanks shit. Yeah, I was going to say the Scalari vehicle. Yeah, the Scalari yeah. people, <laughs> uh, who is a lovely man. Yeah, no, super talented. And, like, that dude can juggle. And you know, it was funny. I, Tom's, I, I haven't seen him in a while. If I email him, he emails me right back. He is, uh, you've met him. I mean, probably when I was this tall. And you can't, you can't a, see it, but it's a special I'm, human it's about being. Three I don't care if people are annoyed that he might think he is one. But he is. He just is. He's mm-hmm. just. He's just a good, good man and a hell of an artist, the, right? The, the dude has the best rep in the business. Like well, right now. I love him. Yeah, I love him. I'll always love. Him. I love Rita. I, I love. I love his kids. I know him when they were babies. He used to do improv, and when I would work in Sacramento at a club called Laughs Unlimited, when he was on Bosom Buddies, we would do improv together. <laughs> okay, I'm driving a bus. Okay, get off the bus. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. shit improv. <laughs> yeah. But he was always he was always something special. He was an unrelenting you knew tank. It? Yeah, so, yeah, everybody knew it. You knew it on the show. I mean, he was word. It's like the same thing with Robin. Like it's like, oh, this guy, he's got it. Word yeah. perfect. But Robin, 
you know, did some damage to himself with his vices, mm-hmm. and maybe we'd have him today. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, it seemed like he kind of, like, curbed a couple of those kind of things. But, you know, at the same time, I think it was, what, he had, it was it Parkinson's that was coming on? Well, or was it, it was, was also a new disease, a new brain disease, and all kinds of stuff. No, I know. I mean, like, yeah. It's... And he was on, you know, supposedly, I don't know all the stuff. I'm not the true Hollywood story guy, but yeah, yeah. I know his friends... Uh, that were very close to them that say that that wasn't Robin who who died that day. I know it's that what, was that's what mental health issues are. I'm also involved with. I lost a sister who was schizophrenic. So I and she was 34. You've lost two sisters. So oh yeah, oh yeah. You keep naming shit. I lost it. No, no, no. Listen, I lost a sister also. She was 30. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm fucking sorry too, man. Looking at you. It's, what did she go from? Uh, she got hit by a fucking car. Got hit by a car? No, it's it's. Uh, uh, listen, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give you a very abridged version of this whole thing. Um, she was an alcoholic for a decade, pretty much. She got into rehab, like started getting better, all that kind of thing. Uh, she was she went to a halfway house, like after she was actually like, in like a rehab facility for like six months or something like that. Halfway house kind of thing, kind of coming in and out. She uh, went to the corner to buy some skittles, and then boom, got hit by a car. And she was doing real good too. That was the thing. Is that she actually started turning a corner, started feeling really, really good. She was actually like, yeah, she was she was gonna make it. She no, was one of the ones who was so gonna make sorry. it. And you know what? It was a fucking like she might as well get struck by lightning. It was really, really Yeah, it's a boulder falling on you. Yeah, it's it's for real, after all that work, after all that everything. Looking at you. And it was who oh, fucking knows. Maybe that's the answer. You do the work because you're you do it. Yeah. And then the oh, luck of the draw is just a big hunk of shit. I know, but like, yeah, at the same time, it's like, yeah, you know, listen, God, I don't need a message. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like, it's... But me, so okay. many people that are listening are going through shit like this. Yeah. It's like, I made it. I made it. I'm on the other side and bam. Yeah. Why did I cross it's the street at that moment? You yeah. know? And like, yeah. So believe me, it was, it was the most, ah. em- for me, it was the most empty death fucking ever after all that fucking work and we had never been closer i went to family therapy with her twice a week for like a year and like all that kind of stuff i mean we'd never been closer you must miss her terrible are you kidding me like yeah no of course i do Every i day, miss my sisters from 20 years ago more now than i did then yeah no it's, it doesn't old, go the, away the older you get it never goes away i mean like i make tons of jokes about her all the time for like the first like month or so when i was dating uh, uh my special lady friend she didn't even know that I had a, a dead sister because she wasn't sure because I kept on joking about whether or not she was dead or not. <laughs> <laughs> nice to play Columbo with a relationship. Yeah, no, believe me. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. no. This is a 30-day chip. No, I'm just kidding. Look at it. <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> and, and, I, and, like, you know, and it's not like she's gullible, but she'll actually believe me and she'll actually go into it. But uh, she... Uh, um, but, uh, uh, and actually, you know, that's one of those things actually my sister would appreciate is like that kind of stuff, you know? And, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's. Mine was it, listen, real tragic too. The 34 year old, I mean, schizophrenia, things of the mind, things that they haven't solved. And she took, that she, they t- she took herself? Did she check herself? No, we don't know. Gotcha. I don't think so. I was worried about my sister, whether or not she took herself for a minute there. Like, you know, and whether or not it was, it was a puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes the pain is so great, it doesn't. We don't know what's going on in people's heads. Yeah, and I do think. How often do you cry about it? How often a year? About her, about both my sisters Either and one. my parents. Either one. Um, or all. I, I, not that often. Yeah. Not that often, but I say about I, twice a year, maybe about three times. That's about right. Year. Yeah. That's about right. I I I miss. Well, my younger of the two sisters, uh, who was six years older than me, um, I was very, very close with her. And I don't know, I kind of betrayed her because she was smoking and dating guys and and she was a little bit loose. And I told my mom on her. And I was mm-hmm. 10. And she was 16. What do you know? You're fucking 10, man. I know, but still I betrayed her. I, I know. I know, but still. And then the older one, I'm just going to cure the goddamn disease. And then the other one, I'm going to go back. I want to do mental health stuff really bad. And 
because people are fucked because people yeah. are being given everything wrong and they're guinea pigs and psychiatrists most of them should go to jail uh, they are the way they the, the drug the, the way the drug companies also like yeah the way it's the drug companies but it's also a doctor oh it's both I'm I'm saying it's a it, doctor it's, who thinks it's a, it's that a symbiotic they, relationship yeah 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 here's the new pamphlet yeah but they're not really learning anything and they're also piling on such shit to sensitive people yeah people that if you if you take just a little bit of something that's enough. Just give them a little bit. Titration is the key to yeah. uh, mental meds. And it's not about mental meds. It's about human communication. Then you got to keep them involved in life. Well, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a multi-aspect kind of therapy. I mean, it's, it's not just drugs. You know, it's not just there. No, it's, drugs it's is a everything. third of it. Or, exactly. It, it's an aspect of mm -hmm. it. As opposed to kind of just throw some pills at this, you know, at this person. You know, and you home watching Wheel of Fortune, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's exactly. The, that's like, oh, let's key. call it a fucking day. You know, yeah. Like, it's, that's not the way that it works. I mean, we're, we're beautiful, complex, like, freaking flowers over we're here. We're a fucking miracle. Yeah. Whatever people believe where we came from, we're a miracle. Yeah, we're... we're, we're but nobody thinks that way. We're miracles wrapped in bags of meat, is really what... It, bones and meat. That's mm. really what we... I like my do. meat. Yeah, I like my meat. <laughs> but yeah, that's really what we are. You know, yeah. I just get upset when someone, you know, I'm performing somewhere and someone yells out, the South will rise again. And I go, oh, I, I literally said this to a guy. I said, sir, we're in Boston. I was, <laughs> we could not be further north. I you, mean, you beat this, me to it. I was actually going there. That's where it was. I was I at know, the Lober Theater in Boston. I was going to make a Mississippi joke, that. and I was like, it'd be even funnier if it was in Maine. It was. It was. It was it's, people are so full of hate because something's lacking. Yeah. I don't know. This, yeah. I'm just trying to spread some happiness and irreverence, tell. irreverence within reason. I I'm, mean, honestly, we we've only hung out what like less than a dozen times, you know? right? Yeah, but honestly, every but time I have immediate uh, affection for you. I know, and same, and I can tell you always Thank like you. you always spread joy. Like you, you're 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 a sparking agent. You, you spark joy. But you we really have do. to. Oh, I, I kick I kicked your foot. I think you penetrated my sneaker. I did, I did. Sorry, I'm barefoot. I'm, I'm glad I don't have laces in. <laughs> oh, so you're that guy, huh? Yeah, yeah, please penetrate me. I'm the guy that says no, no. No, no. Ooh. <laughs> oh, so it's like that. Five O's and a question well, yeah, mark. Exactly, yeah, well, you know. Yeah, the early 80s, I get no, it. No, I'm sadly hetero. It's pathetic. I know, listen. I, I used to smuggle Playboy magazines when I was 13 in my pants. To, I bought them, and then I would take them home. My mother would go, why are you walking like that? And I would go, because I have something to do. And then she found all my stash. It was terrible. Very embarrassing. And she had all kinds of sexual hang-ups, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. Was she religious? Uh, no, no. She just had a lot are you of Jewish? problems. I am. Yeah, okay. I would say I am. I mean, I'm kind of, I mean, you, listen. Are you Irish background? Yeah, I'm, I'm Irish. I was just in Dublin. Oh really? My God, I loved it. Oh, they're they're, they're a drinkingness, fightingness kind of people. Like, you know, they're they're great. They're nice people. Yeah, no, we're we're kind. Very. And I was in Scotland with my. We're friend. also we're also proud. <laughs> we're talkative about how proud we are Very and how kind much. we are. No, but you're you're you're. They were kind people, and they and they weren't unwelcoming to me as an American, though they're not happy with where we stand. America. As a yeah, yeah. Uh as where we who our leaders are that's how I, what i noticed as i went around everybody wanted my ear on what do you think of you know orange aid listen Orangina. i was uh, i was I, bet I was living in france when uh trump got elected and i was like oh fuck i'm gonna spend the next six months just apologizing or explaining like, I was like watching, American politics I was watching to French monitors people. in Craig's eating dinner in an L.A. showbiz place, and it went speechless. <laughs> and there were some people pretty damn happy, some yeah. very wealthy people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of that's how it goes. Well, we'll see what happens. We don't know what's going to happen, but something's going to happen because. Uh, that's what well, we. That's, yeah, honestly, that's pretty much what Trump's administration has been. I don't know what's going to happen, but something's going to happen. And then he takes that back and makes it a lie. Uh -huh, yeah, yeah. Ten minutes later.
So, uh, my girlfriend wants to watch uh, Oculus right now. So, um, I'm going to take a little break from this podcast and watch Oculus. Uh, and I'll report back uh, when I'm done. Okay, cool. Hello, and welcome to Meditation Minute. I'm your guide, Louis Prada. Extend your thumb and hitchhike with me across the fruited plains and purple mountains majesty that make up this beautiful land that we call meditation. Before we get to it, I should remind you not to operate heavy machinery while listening to this guided meditation, nor should you listen to my soothing tones while operating a motor vehicle. Trust me, folks, it could get ugly. Anyway... Imagine you're trying to unwind in the car after a long day of hard work. So you throw on one of my intensely meditative meditations. You take a few deep breaths in and a few out, thinking, what's the harm in getting a little calm before you get home? Well, my incredible meditative powers zoned you out so hard that you slammed into a tree, and now your intestines are decorating its branches like Christmas tinsel. Your guts are all over the branches, except for one because it stabbed you in the brain, killing you instantly. Now, imagine your family crying at your funeral. There wasn't enough left of you for an open casket service, so it's just a bag surrounded by flowers. A soggy red paper bag. Your children will have one less parent. Your dog will stand by the door for the rest of his life, waiting for you to walk in. But you never will. And all because you couldn't wait a few extra minutes to meditate because you ignored my warning when I told you these guided meditations should be classified as potent sedatives. I've chosen to use my powers of meditation as if they were a blessing instead of the curse that they are. Don't make me regret it. I hope this guided meditation has brought you the serenity you seek. My name is Louis Prada, and this has been Meditation Minute. Namaste, and please... Don't meditate and drive. Oh my god, I just watched Oculus. Just don't look in the mirror. It's crazy. Okay, no, honestly, like, you know, it sounds like I'm like messing around, but like, no, for real, like, just don't look in the mirror. Looking for like a day. Just do me a favor. All right, back to the show. All right, I'm going to ask you a few more questions. I, I have a I have a mini list. I know I'm a two hour podcast. I didn't tell you that before. Oh no, I please, up. please, oh, believe me, I'll, I'll have you. I'll have you here for for forever. So let's uh, go into a leap year. Yeah, exactly. Let, 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 let's let's leap this podcast. Uh, okay. So uh, um, Fuller House. Yeah. Tell me it's about got that. One season left. I have one more season left. We're in it now. How I'm did you feel about it? A couple weeks. How did you How did you feel about it? Like, I was when, emotional. Well, okay, so when you first got the phone call, though, uh, well, I knew for we were like absolutely Stamos not. have been trying for ten years. <laughs> no, really, uh, no. to get it made, and then he says, "I'm sick of this," and then he goes, "Is oh, he producing it? Hmm? Is he producing?" He it? is uh, an exec producer on the show. Are you? But uh, no. Okay. But but being an exec producer on a show doesn't <laughs> mean you get. No, I don't. I don't. I don't mind. You know, it's a little. It's a little money. Oh, you kidding me? Um, yeah, yeah. But but it's not. It's really the people that run it that run it. Um, yeah, yeah, that's I, how it works. I, I wouldn't want to run Fuller House to get a script, you know. I wouldn't want to run Fuller House. Well, the truth <laughs> of it is, Fuller House uh, makes people happy. Mm-hmm. It does. It's cute. I, I, I watched I mean, most of the first season. Home know. Alone. Bless you. Thanks bless you. for fucking up the whole podcast. Um, yeah, you're fine. Feel free to have diarrhea. Explosive. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Home Alone forever. No matter what you do, it's it's your full house. It's yeah. your and it made people really happy. Yeah, I don't think cans of paint being thrown into a man's head is necessarily. I, don't know, a, that could, I think that could maintain a Netflix series. I think yeah, just it can, yeah, can. Just, just just nothing but paint cans in, in Joe Pesci's face. Oh my God! <laughs> but, but he uh, deserved it. We but know he's been asking for it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And Daniel Stern, his son's a good uh, senator. Right? Oh, really? Uh, yeah, Henry Stern. Really? Yeah, he's good. I voted for him. Did you? Yeah. Is it California? He sure is. Oh, jeez. 
Senator or congressman? Uh, that's what I believe. State uh, senator? One or the other. I don't know. Who knows? I'll look it up. I'll look it up. What's Do his first name? difference? Yeah. No, I mean, I know enough for a Henry second. Henry Stern. Henry. Daniel Stern's son who couldn't be prouder. Yeah, all right. And Danny Stern's a nice man. Yeah, he really is. No, he he's, really is. He's, and, his, he's, and his wife's lovely. He's a softy. And they and stay a... together, for God's sake. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. My God, that's like Vietnam. I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know how anybody did that. <laughs> so um, so Fuller House, and again, I mean, like, how many episodes have you done? Because you really, uh, you're did, recurring. I, I'm in like three or four a season. Gotcha. Mm. So I'm doing four this season. But this season is 18 episodes. It's the last season. But it's nice of Netflix because I, I actually was a murderer on this show called The Good Cop with Tony Danza and Josh Groban, who's a love. We love Josh Groban. Mm -hmm. And because um, he's wonderful. He's mm -hmm. just cool and wonderful. And he's out singing classical music. And then he's know, hilarious. He's Honestly, hilarious. He's, he's actually hilarious. He's, yeah. he, and he's one of the good people yeah there you go and you can count them you really can count them yeah yeah yeah, yeah not yeah. in your fingers and toes unless you've severed other people's fingers i was, fingers about, I was about to say how many toes if you fingers collect you have? like hormel little piglet <laughs> toes but um yeah i, I love him a lot. He's, a, he's roast beef so i was about exactly <laughs> uh and they had none i think that's uh that's a little piggy right so uh I um, did an episode of that show. They gave it one season and, and took it off. They didn't even give it a shot because it didn't get their algorithm, which they claim is not a rating, but that's a rating. Isn't that just the fucking way? You know, yeah. And then Fuller House, they I think they just want to put new stuff on that gets you subscribers. They don't feel that they'll get newer subscribers, it's but Fuller House does so well that I actually think and this is not a quote, so no one quote this, you could lose some subscribers that are kids if the kids own the account, which is possible. Yeah. Uh, because of taking <laughs> kids, kids have credit cards nowadays. If you nowadays. show off that people love and it's subscription-based, you could lose viewership. But I don't know how severe it is. But look, be. I mean, what, it's what five seasons now? What is it, four or five seasons? It's nice, and they did it nice. They said it's Honestly, going it's off cute. the air, and we're paying... Yeah, uh, homage to it. They did not do a gritty reboot of it. Like, you know, they actually like oh, it's Full House. No, they except, took it back yeah. from no, they what did it, it right. was, and they made it the same premise. A little too convenient that Candace Cameron Bure's husband died, yeah, just like my wife died, Pam. But it's 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 not too convenient. It's it's right. I mean, like it. They, they, it, they, they, they it made people happy the same way. Which it, it, that's I, exactly what it is. And the girls kicked its ass. They're forty years old. I know. I know. And, and they and really. Jody, and, and Jody, like, good for her. Like, you know, Jody, like, good for her. It, it, it was the best thing that could have happened for her. You know, and honestly, she she's was good. Born to be a performer, she yeah. was four years old singing "Gotta Dance." Yeah. You know, yeah. and if you're like that, uh, some people. Uh, judge it they can go to hell because mm -hmm. a person's like they are yeah when they're born no. if you're playing the piano like mozart and fuck all everybody else just keep fucking playing the piano like, you know goddamn yeah. right so yeah. and she's a love I'm, I'm i'm and the thing is no, it's good it's good to see her we're, also we're, she's doing good always want to hear are you guys close you know that's always the question it's like can't you just google okay, hold on, let me cross, 40 let me, years let me of, cross out this question real quick. yes we're yes. close okay slur derma yes we all see each other no one from full house has slur derma <laughs> um it's uh it's interesting and it'll be over and it'll be very cheery yeah, and um, would, would, would it feel good to see everybody? Kind of thing. I, I love mean, it. Because well, I mean, how, I mean, I did the first episode of the season this year, and I think they did a very good job writing this one. And because um, a lot of times you got nothing to do, you're just on it. And yeah, it's yeah. like, what am I doing here? And it's like, no, no, no. Everybody wants you here. Oh, all right, great. But this was a real story, and it was like, "What's the meaning of my life?" And I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you stay in touch with everybody, but literally. Like, but like, what is it like? You know, like yeah, like I mean, how like how often do you actually have an opportunity to actually get everybody in the same room together? Like, right. You know? So that's pretty kind of neat. Actually, I saw Dave Coulier earlier this year. Oh, really? Where? Yeah. Uh, uh, she was. Uh, he was working on uh, my lady's uh, uh, show, and it was like, on the pilot. Uh, it's called a uh, 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 Dollface. And was he so, directing? Uh, no, no, he was just there. He was he was playing he was playing himself. Oh, that's hilarious! Yeah, he's he's playing a douchebag version of himself, which is like I'm sure you know what that feels like. Yeah, I, I, I always <laughs> play a douchebag. He does not play a douchebag. I know it's pretty. Although on a Jimmy Kimmel sketch, we did a bit where Game of Thrones. We had uh, Nikolai, uh, who is Jamie Lannister from Game of Thrones, 
Uh, and it was a blend of Dave and myself in these Cabbage Patch wigs uh, with him. And he is playing Uncle um, Uncle Jamie instead of Uncle Jesse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he was upset because he had been having sex with his sister. And, uh, and it's fucking it was deep. A, Kimmel Look, does a, funny sketches. It's pretty, that's pretty deep. You know? It was good. Well, was, see, I introduced myself to Collier. And I'm like, oh. and he and could then, have been nicer, right? Totally nice. Yeah, he's the and nice so guy in the world. He did his scene, and I said, "Good job." I'm Macaulay. Like I said, kind of again, like I'm, you know, it's me. And he goes, "Are you drunk?" Because I introduced myself twice in a row, essentially. And I went, "Yeah." <laughs> well, Dave knows a drunk. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I'm drunk. What do you think I'm doing here? <laughs> I would so be home right now. Now, okay. Dave, Dave's a love. Dave, I met he's, when he's he was. He's a cutie pie. This, this is our relationship. Here you go. You ready? This is fucked up. So people uh, that don't like gross things, don't listen. Or edit your magic. If you're, if you're eating, yes. No, this eating does. Yeah, maybe if you're eating. Uh, it depends <laughs> on what you're eating. But uh, David, I, I met Dave through Mike Binder, who's a director and a writer, and I love him very much. And Mike... Um, said, hey, this guy you met in Detroit needs a place to stay. So Dave stayed at my apartment in Palms for uh, three weeks. Stayed on my couch. And was he a good house guest? Was he good? He was perfect, except he farted a lot. He has a farting problem. Oh, he yeah. always found that he's a hockey player, so farting is a joke. Okay, yeah. I, I, I can is. see that. Yeah, farting is yeah. a joke. It's just a joke. <laughs> something, something in his eyes. And the punchline is leave the room. That's the key. Yeah, there you go. So, <laughs> it sounds um, like cool, yeah. <laughs> he moved to Westwood, and I was still in Palms. And he calls me up, and he says, Bob, a bum is jerking off in my alley. And I said, I'll be right there. I said, if there's any, Tell him to wait. If I said, I, no, that, that's not a joke. I said, if there's any way to keep him there, please tell him to stay. Uh, yell it out the window. I don't care what you do. I got in my car Can five you, minutes to Westwood from Palms. He's trying to blue balls a homeless impossible. guy. Right, right. One of them popped off. And so I get to his place. I just remember this. I'm 21. Dave's 18 or 19. I, I storm into his apartment. I go, where is he? And he go, he left. I went, God damn it. I, I told, I told so you to make him wait. Mad. Who would want to see a bum jerk off? What kind of sick? He drove all the way across town for I, it. And it was, it was about a 20-minute ride, but I did it in five. And if I would have been stopped by a cop, I would have said, look, it's look. I got. I'm a, com <laughs> I'm a comic. My friend's got a bum jerking off in his alley. Would you please escort me? And I would have a police escort to get me. And then he would probably arrest the guy. But we'd get the same finish. <laughs> I mean, that's there's nothing more pathetic. But we found it funny. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fucking perfect. <laughs> well, what you do is you laugh at the saddest thing in the room, mm -hmm. and um, you do it because it's so painful. That that's why you do it. Yeah. It's not because you're making fun of it. Unless you're a jackass. Yeah. Then, you know, fuck you. Yeah. But if you're... You but don't if do you're, it at someone's expense. You do it because of the scenario. you can't deal with it. Because yeah. you can't, you know, blank died joke. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, there is no... It's not too soon. No. Um, but it is sometimes. There, there, you know, there was a show... What about that, RFK? Is that too soon? Who? RFK. Can we, can we joke about well, that? Well, I was actually going to tell a story, but I started to tell it an hour and a half ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, when my wife and I were watching his speech in Atlanta to announce that Martin Luther King had been shot. And it's it's one of the most eloquent speeches. And it's like, make that my president, but how do you keep him alive? Because people won't want that alive. People won't want someone we, saying, we, you got to love your brother. We're all equal. We killed we, the best we, of our generation. There is no black or white. There yeah. are human beings. Uh, and that's, you know, he was he was a hero. You needed to be in bubble wrap. And then you cut to, I'm doing a Quantum Leap episode years ago. With you, did, Scott you did Bacula. Quantum Leap? Hell yeah. I was oh, the Jerry shit. Lewis character. Oh, the God. Scott Bakula's Dean Martin character. Oh, my God. And I zap into what the Ambassador Hotel was here in L.A. that they finally tore down, but they did a lot of shoots there. Mm -hmm. And it had, uh, what did it have there? The Coconut Club? I don't know what it had. It had a... It had a big club there. It wasn't the Copacabana because that was in New York. But Coconut Club, something like that. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but really a cool place. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't watch the movie Bobby. So, but yeah. they take, right. Yeah. But they take you through the kitchen and they go, there's the bullet. And they show you a metal, they put a metal plate 
over where, a fucking bullet where, or the hole where Robert Kennedy was shot and the bullet bounced through his head off the ground. Yeah, and, and you stare at it and you go, "Why the fuck are you showing me this?" You know, I I saw it. I'll never forget. I saw it, but you, I'm dying. You felt bad. Yeah, I'm yeah. dying. Yeah. Um, but you took the tour though. How much did it cost? No, I was shooting. I was, oh, okay. I was literally just getting... I was, it was my final touches. Um, but uh, th- that's a guy, when you hear him speak, you go, um, please make that a leader. You know, mm. uh, I just want compassion. Like real compassion. Yeah. There's a couple people out there. Yeah, we'll By see. By the time this runs, we'll probably have some neo-Nazi guy that works with AAA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Let's keep going. <laughs> so, uh, um, did you hit all your questions? No, I, I have a. Um, okay, I have two more questions. Okay, one is: It seems like I've been developing dandruff. What would you do about that? Uh, well, you got a, a good shampoo. Yeah, is and I wouldn't say like? Head and Shoulders, not to put them down in case they're one no, of your sponsors. No, because that's kind of what I like. But you go to do. a skin doctor and you get the right. Well, I'm, I'm, right I'm in the early stages. Before you came over, I was kind of... St- I think it was one of those things where the light was hitting well, me. Well, it's fun to scratch it. Well, it's the thing. It I was, I was, I, I was scratching my head, and I noticed some flakes. You don't want to be a snow globe. Yeah. So so, so I should go to a dermatologist? I would think so. And, and okay. they have shampoos for it, but they could also look at it. I don't know what else they would do. I guess I would go to a dermatologist because well, I'm high-end and I spend money for no reason. Well, no, I mean, like... But I, you want the best? You could also go to a pharmacy and say, what's the best dandruff shampoo? And if they say to you it's prescription, you've got to go to a dermatologist. Well, see, when I, when I had, like, long hair, I'd have, like, dandruff. Now that I've been doing the short hair thing, this is actually as long as it's you been in, like, your a couple long hair? Yeah, it was down to my tits, and it was kind of great. Cause I, I, well, I, I remember I, when you came to see me in uh, Hand of God. Yes. And uh, that meant a lot to me that you were there. Yeah, it was a, Hand of God is a Broadway show uh, that Bob Saget was in. But I got to replace a guy named Mark Kudish, who was quite talented, but the cast was insane. The Stephen Boyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was fantastic. It was actually a really great show. You, it was you, a really good show. Yeah, it was dark uh, as hell. And honestly, Broadway suits you. He really yeah, does. I was playing a Lutheran pastor, and people didn't know it was me yeah, because yeah. it was so opposite of all the other. Yeah, no, crazy honestly, stuff. it suits you. Have you done Broadway before, or you I think did about Drowsy Chaperone? Okay, I was. I'm a closer. I close shows. Yeah, exactly. I, well, I knew it was accepted when I found out I had a great review for Drowsy Chaperone as a put-in, which means you're. Yeah. You know, you're not you're the original. Yeah. Bob Martin wrote it, and it was the original. It was amazing, and a friend. And um, then I, I found out that there was a strike on Broadway, and I had a great review, apparently, by Brent Bradley, who is the critic oh, of New yes, York. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, said poster, I was great. I think it's a post, yeah. And then I, right. Mm-hmm. And then I got a, a phone call from my producer that said, the article's not coming out, we're going on strike tomorrow. <laughs> and so I had to honor the strike, and I do honor strikes, and I went into the picket line, yeah, and yeah. did what I needed to do, it was Teamsters, and... Um, you don't mess with Teamsters, you wind up in a, you know, you don't pull yeah, the mask you wind up off in a traffic old, jam, yeah. You, you don't pull the mask off the old Lone Ranger and you don't mess around with Jim. Yeah, you, you don't tuck on the uh, Superman's, Superman's cape. cape. Yeah, you yeah. don't. You don't, <laughs> you don't piss into the wind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but um, it was a review that I'll never see, and I love the show because it's one of the best well, see, shows you have a ever great written. St- but you have a great story. It's like, oh, here it's a great review. But it and never came out. No, no, I'm sure it's astonishing. And he was such it's a good a producer. Tour de force of fruit flavor. I'm sure it was great. And he was, <laughs> he was a producer. Kevin McCullum has made many, many great yes, shows. Yes. He did it in the Heights with yep. with Lin Manuel, and he's responsible for many, many things. He's one of the producers of West Side Story, the movie. Mm-hmm. Hope I'm allowed to say that. Uh, that Steven Spielberg directing. So that's a that's a got a name on it look at that yeah. but hold on, uh, hold on let me let me just pick this up no, here's that name pick, oh, Here, this, here's that name you need to take you right need a, a, a <laughs> pair of tongs to pick up how many names i drop no i need a forklift but you know? Kev, I need, oh, excuse you, me sir can i borrow your cherry picker over there you need a crew <laughs> yeah. you need to go to the corner and get people that haven't been, been deported yet <laughs> um it's a nice town we're in right now but um <laughs> go on go on but kevin kevin mccullum is this great producer and he put me in it and that was one of the best experiences of my life and the one i did before that was an off-broadway play at the second stage which is almost like broadway because it's i know yeah i mean it's it's it's, as prestigious as being on fiscal broadway it was wonderful people didn't know it was me i was playing an insider trader 
kind of like a, a Glenn Gary Glenn Ross kind of thing kind of thing but yeah. it was just one guy it was kind of just kind of the Ivan Boski of the time and uh, it was brilliant Paul Whites wrote it yeah. and it was directed by Robert Askin and uh, so Robert you would Askin, do it, but you would do it. Uh, Peter Askin so Robert Askin wrote uh, Hand of God I'm doing great all these Askins. <laughs> oh, I'm an ass kisser. I'm an so, Askin kisser. Ask Askin kisser. I kiss Askin. So, I mean, it seems like you found theater like later in life. Kind of I, thing. I love, I, God damn I mean, it, I love cause, theater. Because you've been doing stage for a long time. But there's a difference yeah, between stage and theater. Yeah, uh, completely different. Um, yeah. But Drowsy Chaperone had a stand-up element to it. It was a little bit like, um, I played Man in Chair, which is kind of like that. stage manager in uh, Our Town. And uh, my mother said, "Or scooter could, in could, the Muppet Show, you know?" <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To contemporize it, my mother said, "Couldn't you get a real part?" Because I was man in chair. But it was <laughs> yeah. Bob Martin is this brilliant guy, and yeah. he he wrote it okay, with best boy number one. <laughs> right. Yeah. Key grip. Key grip. What yeah. does key grip do? Well, oh. without him, you're dead. Oh, he, he, yeah, he, yeah. The best boy helps him out. So yeah, that's... it's so the lights don't fall in the lake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I almost electrocuted a lot of kids. I did a TV movie for ABC called Father and Scout, and we were up in Lake Castaic, and there were a bunch of kids in the water. And uh, a lamp, Ooh, a lamp was in over. the water, and it Fuck. fell over. And thank God, a couple grips grabbed the damn thing by the by the wire, because I would have killed twelve kids. Wait, you knocked it over? I didn't do nothing. So you didn't kill. So you didn't. You you didn't kill the people. No, but it, I was an exec producer on it. It was. Oh, it was, so you would have killed them? Yes. Yeah, I would have killed the kids. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I'm I'm very lucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope to never kill kids. Yeah, well, <laughs> fingers. That's the moral of today's podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh God, I fear having kids. <laughs> you should have kids. Or honestly, we're working on it. I'll tell you how to do actually, it. Actually, we're working on it right here. What Last you do, night, right on this, couch? right, right on this couch, right here. Doesn't look it. Honestly, you sh- uh, wait for you, the skunk. You're sitting on something right now. That's awesome. Yeah. So I got your kid kind of penetrating my butt. Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit of me, a little bit of her. These. This is how you have a kid. <laughs> you, it's late at night, and she hears, Ugh! and that's it. That's all. <laughs> well, it doesn't it doesn't have to be that deep. That wow. Was a, that and was your trucker voice. And how many kids do you have? I have three, and then I. Stop. Jesus Christ! I'm so sorry. Uh, Jesus Christ was an only son, uh. Uh, but uh, but I uh, yeah I have. Are they all girls? Yeah. Look at you. I love them very much. I love them more than anything. Yeah. I love my. You're supposed to love your spouse the most, and I I and it's a different kind of love. So you can love your no, your but... your mother, baby mama, mm-hmm. uh, more. Uh, and I'm divorced from their mom for 23 years, something like that. Congratulations. And then I went right from 23 years to dating someone 23 years because I was 42. And that's that's yeah. the that Holly, seems, Hollywood seems, math. That seems about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you, 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 half your age. Yeah, the new wife half is your age plus seven. Yeah, yeah. But I was going negative seven. Yeah. I screwed up the math. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was like a re- reincarnated version of your first wife. Aww. <laughs> Oh, so oh, sweet, yeah. so gummy bear. And uh, uh, and how old are your kids actually? Uh, Thirty-two, uh, twenty-nine, and twenty-six. Oh, I so I could, I could date all of them. And no, you know you can't. No, I totally could. No, I mean, no, no, and no. Mathematically, well, yes, but no. What my oldest one has a wonderful boyfriend that I love. My uh, center daughter. Because mm-hmm. uh, the world revolves around her. Because I am a human. She is amazing. She's an artist. She's insanely talented. She has a. She's been uh, making glassworks. Oh, cool! Like, like, yeah, oh, like, kind of like a not stained glass, but like, kind of no, like, like chunks of glass and making it. them and doing it hardcore, where you got a metal tube and you're blowing into oh, like shit. blown glass. I don't, that was, yeah, I don't like saying that. I about blew her, glass for the first time earlier this year, and it was freaking fantastic. I did too. Yeah, I'm that jealous. Was his last name. I blew Philip glass. Yeah, and he sang music. Look, while at, I, look at you. Keep he going. Did ting tong ting. <laughs> but uh, she's got a piece outside of uh, the NYU. Library, uh, uh, state of New York and NYU, uh, city of New York and NYU paid for it. Oh, shit. So she was commissioned. I, I, think I, I, I got a commissioned like, daughter. My New York place is like two blocks away from there. Gotta check it out. I like it there. Yeah. 
I love New mm-hmm. York. Something about you... me wants to go there, and then I go other places, mm-hmm. and I'm like, crap, could I live here? Uh, I don't know. I think L.A. suits you, to be honest. I am an L.A. guy. Yeah. I mean, I... You've been I here for like 31 years at this point, you know, yeah. Right. Besides, like, you know, some stints in New York, doing some Broadway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, so that, and that's six months here and there, you know, every yeah. time you do it. Of course. But it's not like... And going on the road is an interesting thing. Sometimes I... I it's funny, because I... I'm, do I want to do stand-up? Do I stop doing stand-up? And it's like, I can, but I don't, I don't want to. I, I just, there's something about... You seem like a realist. There are very few people that do it for the right reasons, that do it because they have to, and they're people that I love. They're, they're so, friends. So you actually like still love doing stand-up? I, I w- did a gig in Oklahoma... In Hinton, Oklahoma. Uh, okay, I was going to ask which Indian city. In American Jesus. Native Casino on Saturday. And it wasn't glamorous. And Wait, wait. Hint, hint, Hinton? Hinton. Hinton wasn't glamorous? No, I don't know why. And I flew into Oklahoma City. That wasn't that glamorous. No. Uh, but it looks like America with a lot of corn. <laughs> yeah, a lot, yeah, of, yeah. lot of farming and corn. And um, I wanted to just do my show and entertain people. And I hadn't done a full show in a couple weeks because I've been really wanting to work on this new special that I'm going to eventually do. I was going to say, because last time we actually spoke, you were talking about having a new special. It's been Uh, taken two two, times ago. It's been taken two years. Well, listen, I asked you if you needed any help with writing jokes, and you said no. No, because I'm I'm telling (laughs) stories. I'm I'm telling stories. Did you ask me? No, it was, it was, it was, remember we were at the egg hunt, uh, and I, you're like, I'm, I'm working on a special. I'm like, do you need help writing jokes? You're like, no. I'm like, all right, cool. Fuck you. I like, think it's <laughs> no, uh, but also at the same time, it's no, like, you saw my last special. So you thought I did need help. <laughs> you were not wrong. But what's interesting is my, uh, my friend, well, no, I just wanted my a friend writing, who I tour with. I just my, wanted a writing credit. That's all. <laughs> I'll give you that. All I'll right, give you thanks. that without you doing nothing. Uh, thanks. I'm right here. So, yeah. You're in the guild? <laughs> yeah. Right now I am. <laughs> yeah. There's no guild rules on the specials. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like Thunderdome. No, there's no fucking rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You're in a cage with Tina Turner. <laughs> so what happened was uh, my friend, Mike Young, who I tour with, he couldn't get out of Detroit. They stopped the uh, air travel. And I did an hour and 40 minutes by myself, which I have no problem doing. Because Detroit's like the border now. <laughs> yeah, it is. To the entire earth. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's the, uh, it's the whatchamacallit, it's the Mason-Dixon line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> They've moved it up like when you wear your pants too yeah, high. Exactly. It begins and ends in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> it does, some yeah. things. Motor industry did. Yeah. No, but it's coming back. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, there's new jobs. More jobs than ever. God bless Detroit. It's never been so good. Yeah, it's, 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 so what happened it's a was thriving. I did an hour and 40, and my buddy wasn't there, and I loved it. The only thing I loved about the whole thing was the show. I didn't love the, the uh, area, per se, because there's nothing there. You're in a warehouse, and it's it's... But people make money. I mean, they make a lot of money. And that's what we've done. We've given... We've been made... We're going around the the country making money. But the Native (laughs) Americans that rightly lived on this property Mm -hmm. came from where... Did they go? The, they came over? from the Mohegan Sun. No, they came, that I played there, but I like I like <laughs> they Foxwoods. Came, they came better. from Foxwoods. Yeah, there you go. I love the Foxwoods. But then they came over when Alaska was connected to yes. that other continent, Asia. Yeah, and so everybody came from over there. So somebody started somewhere. So if it's Iran with Garden of Eden, everybody kind of sprang north and went right. And they went a billion miles <laughs> on foot. Everyone came from somewhere, and you came from Philadelphia. I did, with a banjo <laughs> on my knee. <laughs> and I love Philly, because there's a crack in that bell, and when there's crack, I'm there. Yeah. You know? You're talking 80s. That's how I make extra money. That's my merch. <laughs> yeah, I sell meth at my concerts. Just a bunch of crack rocks. Yeah, F this uh, <laughs> Bob pot i don't need to have no sack of sativa not if i'm selling meth <laughs> my audience leaves <laughs> with rubber gums <laughs> connecting the dots 
I think we're ending. Yeah, we probably should. Uh, yeah, well, we actually gone out. I got to see a man about a thing. You did two and a half hours, I think. Uh, well, no, we did at least like two hours, probably. So, That's yeah. good. So we'll probably do a two-parter, maybe even. I would what? love a two-parter. I'd be honored. What do you know? I'd, I'd promote it twice. Oh, look at that. I would retreat the, sh- yeah, yeah. Retreat the yeah. shit out yeah, of yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. No, what? I'm saying retreat. I would retreat. say retreat. <laughs> I'm going to retreat this. As Monty yeah. Python would say, run away, run away. <laughs> run away. Yeah, why, why, do, uh, why do one when you can do two at twice the price? So yeah, there you go. Uh, it's yeah. all about yeah. economics. Yeah, exactly. It's all You'll economics. You'll sell the right? foot powder or whatever you're mm-hmm. selling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, I you hope sell it. condoms on here? I don't even know. You should find out with yourself. What hey, if you're against the it's, product? It's, it's usually other other podcasts, to be honest. That's the way it goes. You know? Oh, really? Yeah, I think I... But also, I don't even know. It's dynamic ads. Dynamic. Mm. Hold on, I got to do this with my hands. Dynamic. Is that how they do it? Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's a theme? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a thing. It's a thing that we do. It's so, better than liberty, 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 liberty. Why is that happening? And it's working. Key, keys, 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 keys on Van Nice. Every time I'm Van Nice. I bought a bed the other day. On Van Nice? Yesterday. No, <laughs> it was uh, it was in the uh, Santa Monica area. And I literally was proud to say, you're killing me, Larry. You're Cause killing Larry, me. Because Larry's the accountant. Larry's the accountant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your mattress is free. <laughs> it's only Southern California that knows that. That's the only place they are. And yeah. you would think they're everywhere. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's 1-800-MATTRESS in uh, New York. It's one of those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. It just, that's, it's that commercial. But I got the best you can get. So I can't wait to poop in it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I can't I'm wait for you. rain gutters in. I can't wait to poop in it also. Uh, <laughs> Come Bob, on over. Poop in my bed. Bob Saget, thank you for coming over. I love you, Mac. I love you too, brother. Uh, um, You're a good man. Give You're me a good hug. man. Give me a hug. You're a really, really good person. You're a good person too. No, for real. Look, honestly, you've always been genuine, sincere. Uh, always no, the big... minute I met you, I was excited, not because of, of all this shit that we're in, just because you're a good person. Mm. Ditto. And you had a joyousness about you. Yeah. And it's like, it's, that comes from wanting to negate the negative. Yeah. You don't but, just wake up joyous like a leprechaun. Don't tell me where my joy comes from, sir. I'm telling you. <laughs> your joy comes from a man named Zarnus. <laughs> Zar- Zardoz. Zardoz. I saw that movie. Did you ever see that? John I, Connery? I, 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 John Borman. They throw guns into the mouth of an icon just, of a skull. Mm-hmm. The penis is what is it? What, what is he saying? Zardoz. It's like the penis. The penis is evil or whatever. They yeah. said that. Yeah, it's a it's a big head talking. The but gu- uh, no, no, but the, it was a head. It wasn't the head of a penis. No, the the big giant head. Yeah, but it was a talking head. Yes. You Not, saw Zardoz? Yes, I've seen Zardoz. Uh, I've been around the block. You know, Holy listen, crap. You've been I, around the I, cock. I, 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 exactly. Yeah. But oh my god. I know. Oh my god. Look at me. Uh, Sean Connery. All right. You know, we're going to continue this off air because we've gone way too long. I just watched Goldfinger the other night. Oh, really? With Sean Connery. Uh And he's old. He was hard to keep him up. (laughs) I watched it with him. All right. It would have been good to say goodbye a long time ago. Yeah, exactly. They stuck a Goldfinger up his butt. All right. Um, (laughs) uh, All right. Cool. Uh, Thank you very much. Uh, I'll do. uh, Actually, do you have anything to plug? That you want to plug? Look, uh, look here. Uh, look. Yeah, I got a thing coming up. I got another thing. Yeah, uh, I got a thing. Do you have in a November. Twitter, Instagram? Yeah, I got the thing with my name on it. All it's B O B S A G E T. So every every format. I finally canceled MySpace because <laughs> I figured a Napster. Oh. Justin Timberlake didn't help you on that one. No, it's in? all gone. <laughs> I, I just got the uh, Instagram and the uh, the tweet snur. Yeah. And the the, uh, the faces book. Yep. <laughs> so I'm just uh, just rolling along. All right, cool. So yeah, check out Bob Saget on all of the available Bob and Saget tell you platforms my shows and shit. Yeah, and uh, yeah, check him out. And uh, um, you can check um, uh, uh, me out on uh, Instagram. I am uh, at Colcomania on Instagram. I am also uh, the Incredible Colk, or sorry, at Incredible Colk. On the Twitters. And also, you should leave us a voicemail because it's fucking hilarious. And we do play them at the end of all of our episodes. Um, that one is. Oh, I, 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 Sean, you, you got it, right? Yeah. Give. 845 393 4629. That's eight. What? 845. 845 Easy E Hoax. 
because honestly, Easy E was a hoax all along. So yeah, leave us a voicemail. That's a good thing to have people leave a voicemail. That's very smart. Yeah, you should check it out. Some of these people are fucking. No, I'll steal it. Are are pretty stupid. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't don't steal it. When you do your podcast, they believe me. I'll give you permission. It's okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I won't do it. I won't. And it's all right. Uh, All right. Uh, Thanks a bunch, guys, and uh, check you out uh, next week or something like that. Okay. Goodbye. uh, I'll see you out the street. We're always getting voicemails. You dial 845 Easy E Hoax. I said it's 845 Easy E Hoax. It might sound dumb, but it's not a joke. It's 845 Easy E Hoax. Motherfucking hoax. That's 845 Hey, this is Scott in Tacoma. I'm calling because I actually have a doctor's appointment next week, and I don't have a pen around to write down a note to remind myself. So I figure I'd leave a message on here reminding me in the future so when I hear the message next week, I'll remember to go to the doctor. All right, thanks. Hey, Max. It's Amanda in Portland, Oregon. Just want to say thank you for giving me something to clean my house, too. I love your podcast. Um, also, more Stuart, please. Uh, from Akron, Ohio. Ohio, yeah. Okay, bye. Justin Bieber called out Tom Cruise. Are you getting in the ring, Macaulay? That's all I'm saying. Are you getting in the ring? Mac, Mac. Oh, shit, this is like the good old days, man. All right. I just got a shout-out to the man, the myth, the legend. The Suave Adventure on all the things. That's right. Stuart P. Miller, Columbus, Ohio. Stu!